0: volunteer firefighter podcast. My name is Ash and I'm joined by two members of my firefighter family. I got Todd. Hello. And we got Scott. Hey. And uh, tonight we have some uh, local news that developed uh, out of uh, Saanich.
1: Saanich. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Todd, you want to? Vancouver Vancouver Island. Vancouver Island. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So around uh, 1130 ish this morning, um, there's a armed bank robbery. And when police uh, arrived, um, there's multiple shots fired, uh, turned out to be a little, little bit of a gunfight with, um, at this point in the news saying, um, possibly three people. Um, but, uh, they had, they had early reports were two, two in custody uh, and the evening news reported out that There's actually two of them were, uh, were shot and killed. Well, the they're lunch. in custody, it's in the morgue. <laughs> in the morgue, exactly. Yes. And that's not in jail. <laughs> but, uh, it yeah, turned out to be quite an event. Uh, quite a... What? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it, exactly. Zero compassion for those guys. <laughs> I know, it's true, yeah, yeah. So they're dead. The police shot them. Yeah, uh, but yeah, lots of uh, shots fired in exchange. Uh, it ended up injuring uh, six officers. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was uh, seven paramedic units that responded as well uh, with the um, first responder agencies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it looks like there were the officers that were involved were uh, Sanich and uh, Victoria PD, nice. um, and some of the emergency response team members as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So six of them were all transported to the hospital, um, and two are in surgery with um, uh, critical injuries.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So it does happen in our area. Not yeah, these lot, events but. are happening. Um, you know, not common for
0: our area for sure, but uh, these things they are, they are happening.
3: Yeah, it goes back to that rescue transport stuff, right? right? Yeah, exactly. These, uh, I guess you, you or the paramedician have to stage furnaces off.
1: Yeah, so we'll get a staging point and uh, mm-hmm. location, and then typical of any type of, uh, of uh, shooting response or anything, it's uh, it's staged until police clear us to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the details as far as if the crews were shuttled in immediately or therefore after, or if the police were actually uh, extricated out to a staging point or to yeah. a casualty collection point. I, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's that's the one thing that does delay some of the patient care, the immediate patient care from us, is that we do have to stage because right. we currently don't have anything set up.
3: Well, and part of it, like we talked about before, they should stage cause, yep. so they're not tied into the scene. It's like they, they, like fire should be tied into the scene, going in there, grabbing people, and bringing them out to, to yeah. Medics, right? Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And <clears throat> I mean those those events are so fluid and dynamic, right? Like with yeah. uh, the way they go, like we don't. We have our emergency response teams. um, But I believe, if I'm correct, a lot of times they'll
3: respond from, like, multi-area. Different agencies will kind of combine. Yeah, Yeah, I think it depends on, I'm guessing, probably Victoria and Sanich are a combined team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because neither one of them are super big. Yeah. Yeah. I think Vancouver has its own. Yeah, Probably full-time guys. Yeah. Yeah. They drive around. So, uh, wondering about the injuries, because... I wonder if they had what armor they had on. Yeah,
1: I don't know, and uh, and the other thing that wasn't made clear to us was if it was just um, uh, a mix of regular members that responded, um, mm-hmm. or if it was just tac members as well. In yeah. uh, the, so the video, I said I
3: look like kind of a mix: mm-hmm. street street cops and and earthdads. Yeah,
1: some of the videos that are coming out now from the scene is uh, is yeah pretty violent. That's for sure a lot of uh, gunfire exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so our thoughts are with uh, definitely uh, the officers who are wounded um, and also just all all the responding um, agencies that were involved. It it takes a toll anytime you're responding to some of your partners, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wish them all speedy recovery. Yes, sir.
0: Perfect. So tonight uh, we're going to chat about, uh, I guess, a program that Scott's putting together. Working on. (laughs) Yeah, working on putting together.
3: Yeah, so we're working on a project uh, for my other job, but it actually fits in with what we do, and actually a lot of it came from what we do. Right, um, and that's kind of why I was tasked with it because of the background in fire and and the emergency service stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it kind of fits in with what we were just talking about because, mm-hmm. um, so we were uh, my other work. We were talking about courses on leadership and um, a lot of the leadership courses that and then you you know are. They're very benign. There are a lot of PowerPoints. There are a lot of, um, um, like, like human resource oriented. Yeah. They're like, I mean, like Oh, Ash and I have, a, uh, you know, I'm the manager and Ash is the, is the, um, as, as, a, yeah, as a, subordinate of the worker. And we have an issue with, mm-hmm. he didn't get paid properly. Yeah. So, yeah. Cons- yeah. That kind of stuff. And you know, we were talking, it's like, well, what happens when it's an emergency? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not a, the time for that stuff is no, no, gone. Like yeah. There's a different type of leadership style you have to have. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe not. I mean, it depends on how you lead, but it's a different type of situation. So, back and forth a little bit. Um, I actually heard the uh, first time I ever heard this phrase was from Dr. Nick. Um, and I think it's you being calling it high acuity for quite a while, but um, I like the the end part of this phrase. So, he, um, Dr. Nick was calling it a halo event. So, a high acuity, low occurrence. Right. I think it's pretty cool because it, I mean, it's a good you know you're never gonna forget what it's called like Halo like you know it sounds like the game like People people like oh we're we playing a video game now I'm like no <laughs> um, so a uh, high a high acuity low occurrence um, so an event that doesn't happen often but when it happens it's like okay it's on and yeah. we need to be uh, dialed in so like the thing that happened today um, mm-hmm. that's that would be a Halo event um, mm-hmm. in our in Fire you know RIT would be a Halo event yes um, you know in some offices. A medical incident would be a halo event to them. Like, It depends on where you're working. Mm-hmm. Right. Is, is what a halo is to you. Because, you know, like, honestly, like, you know, you're working at a, a bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and someone trips and falls and sp- sprains mm-hmm. their ankle. To them, that might be a halo event. Yeah. <laughs> sure. to, to us, that'd be a regular call. Like, that'd yeah, be a, yeah. that would actually, we wouldn't even go as far. Because they wouldn't even hit the mark for us to go. <laughs> We'd yeah. hit the mark for EHS to go and do their yeah. thing. But not even hit the mark for us. So,
2: yeah.
3: um, not a halo for us. Um, so that's essentially what it is. Um so, um, so, I'm just, I got some notes here from the uh, program we're making. Um, so have kind of explained what it is already, um, for, for the halo. Um, and then moving on. So what it, what it is, we, we kind of broke it down into types of incidents. Um, so there's planned incidents and then there's, uh, reactive. So planned incidents are, um, for us, it's really hard for, for the fire service to have a planned incident. Uh, sure, I guess they're... You know, uh, right now, I guess we have the July first um, thing happening. Yeah, so that's like, a planned incident. Yeah, so
1: that definitely, so that's kind of a planned incident. Like with, uh, we know there's going to be a uh, numerous amount of people there.
3: Yeah, so, like, like the, how many times the size of your town? Gonna oh, be there?
1: it's going to be three or four times. Yeah, at least.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're yeah.
1: estimating fifty thousand. Yeah, I think, coming. Yeah, so again, so it's a it's a low current event because it happens once a year. Yeah, but the risk level is very high for the amount of people there. Yeah, especially um, if something actually happens. Exactly. Yeah. So in the past, we've actually had that. Uh, we had an RV run through the crowd and we had an MCI. Oh, um, I didn't
3: actually know that. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, had, how many years ago was that?
1: Uh, 22 years ago to be exact. Oh, wow. That wow, wow. <laughs> okay. was brand new, yeah. Well, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we had, uh, we had a... Like on accident? Yeah. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. yeah the person meant to step on the brake, hammered the gas, plowed over the curb and into the crowd of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we had MCI from that. And since then, that changed the response. So now there's barricades and blockades and traffic control and all these other things mm-hmm. in, in place. And with that, we have now our meetings. We had one the other day, an emergency operations meeting for it coming up. So we've got a uh, special events car for that night. Uh, we have we upstaffed. Uh, the police have upstaffed their response. We've got a boat and all these other things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so again, that's the planned IQD event.
3: Right. So kind of what we broke it down to is, is any, any incident that isn't emergent. Um, So not happening at that moment. Even if you have just a few minutes to plan it, it's still considered a planned incident. So, you know, um, maybe with us would be like, not necessarily the wildfire, but after the first night of the wildfire. So after our first operational period goes through, now we can start planning, okay, we're going to have tactical patrols going out. We're going to do uh, structure protection um, on houses that aren't necessarily threatened yet. That's more like the planned event. Sure. So now we mm-hmm. now we sit down and we can actually look at a map and plan this stuff. And a reactive event is obviously really what we deal with. Is that's our right. our meat and potato. So reactive event Pedro goes off right now, and we I'm trying to will it to go off because it hasn't got off all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was a reactive. So we go and we do what we do. We deal with it. We don't have a map out. We don't have any plans necessarily, wow. unless it's some a bigger building where we have a pre plan. But even a pre plan. I've never seen a pre-plan, like, we've never pulled out the old pre-plan book <laughs> until, like, later on in the event. Mm-hmm. But typically, like, mm-hmm. I've never seen this pull a pre-plan book out and go, mm, no. let's thumb through the, uh, the different sections of this. Um, we kind of all know where stuff is in town, and it, and it kind That's of falls right. back to a good briefing beforehand of the pre-plan. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, so reactive. So any emergency event. Um, so then moving along, um, we kind of took... Um, again, a lot of this is going to be kind of Jocko-based. A lot of it's going to be based on some other leadership stuff that we do. Um, so going through the course, uh, the first thing we talked about is the leader's intent so, or commander's intent, mm-hmm. depending on if you're military. Um, leader's intent is really what the um, force service is now using a lot of yeah, yeah. for that course. Um, and we kind of know what leader's intent is. Um, do you want to say what leader's intent is? Are you, Are you? 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 Can you give a good example of a leader's intent? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) if we roll up to MVI, if I was the first officer on on scene and Scott, you were arriving in the rescue truck, um, I would say to you, hey, I want you guys to look after Auto X. So I tell Scott that it is his job to get the patient out of the vehicle. So that's going to be patient contact. That's going to be stabilizing the vehicle and then actually the physical you know removal of that of that uh, patient. So however that team unfolds that plan, right. I don't hold a hand as the IC. My intent is saying go and do this, and I know that Scott and the team that's arriving can take care of the job, and you can break that down to a structure fire where I say right. hey, we are going to be doing a transitional attack. <laughs> <laughs> that takes it back to a previous combo before we recorded um, which means we're going to go on the offensive exterior water application uh, and then we're prepping to go inside for uh, an interior attack right. um, I just say that but I don't have to break it down and say I want all of these things to happen yeah. mm-hmm. I'm giving the intent of this is the direction that we're going to be going on this call and That's right. Scott or Todd, whoever's the arriving
3: officer uh, and that team can carry that out yeah. So, it, it essentially comes down to it's a rough framework yeah. of what we're doing for a plan. It's not the full plan yet. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not even an instant action, uh, instant action plan yet. It's a, it's a really rough, like, this is what we're doing. Um, it kind of comes back to training. So, guys actually have to know how to do it to be able to do it. Yeah. Um, so, they have to, they, a lot of it falls back to that training sec, That training um, part of the sure. of the deal. Um, what we broke this down into, uh, we actually had it laid out kind of in, in four general points um, for what we're doing it for and also... Um, I was looking at the kind of the fire service um, because they give a they give their leader's intent sent fire service the wildfire service mm-hmm. they give a leader's intent um, like if we're gonna go do um, like back to when you guys were up on the um, Chris Mountain fire yeah um, you know you're given a general area mm-hmm. so you were said I I'm assuming I'm gonna put words in the guy's mouth but yeah. These are your four houses that you're protecting.
0: Yeah, don't let them burn. Yeah, so... That so, was his intent. That yeah. was the instruction. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so you're given your task, which is mm-hmm. these four houses. Yeah. So this is going down the... So I'm breaking up into four general points. Task, purpose, parameters, and end state. So mm-hmm. your task is these four houses. Yeah. Purpose. Obviously, we all know their purpose. Purpose is not to let the freaking house burn down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Each one has a different purpose. Like, you know, there's always different purposes for things. Mm-hmm. But we all know, okay, our job when there's a wildfire coming towards us is... It's not let the house burn down. Yeah, and the parameters are okay. When it hits this trigger point, maybe we're going to withdraw. Sure. Or this happens, mm-hmm. you know, twenty five percent of the roofs involved. That structure is now lost. So yeah. we're not going to we're not going to waste resources right. it's now. Triage to now we have to attack other things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's our parameters. Obviously, other parameters are working inside of our policies and procedures and stuff. Yeah. Um, for the most part. So that's going back to what this course is designed for. And then the end state is we want to protect the house. Yeah. I'm <laughs> um, obviously, and we want to, you know make sure we're safe, make sure all that's it. Mm-hmm. Some of it is, un, like, you don't have to say it, because we know, mm-hmm. like, we know why we're there. Yeah. Um, so a lot of it is, is unspoken. Sure. So sometimes your leader's intent can be short. But if you're working with different people, or it's a different task than we're used to, mm-hmm. or something that's kind of odd that we're not used to doing, yes. then maybe the leader's intent has to be a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But it still has to be short and concise, because it's not the full plan. That's right. Just a plan to get us kind of the ship steered in the right direction. It's making the first right. move, not
1: the move, maybe. Right. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. That no, I agree.
1: Hey, like you kind of summed it up was with uh, like the structure fire <coughs> summary, right? Like, you know, the intent is, okay, we're going to start as a tra- transitional attack. You don't need to break down. Okay. Yeah. You no, know, I need you to have a vent team. I need you to have this. I need you to have RIT set up. Like mm-hmm. you just know transitional. Okay. It's exterior. Starting with the exterior water application. All the next people start coming in. You're going to start doing those tasks. And like you said, it's, it's that small starting of the framework. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, so then that leads us to the next part. So leader's intent, and then um, a lot of guys want to know the why. The why is important. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Um, a lot of times in the fire service, we don't like we kind of know why, but some people mm-hmm. like want to know like, okay, why are we doing Why are we why are we stationed here when the fire is over there? Right. Over well, here because we think the fire's going to be over here in a few minutes, and we mm-hmm. want to protect them. Again, I'm going back to like uh, wildfire wild stuff. Yeah. That. Um. So we're it was we, we tell them why and we give them the why, mm-hmm. and it really by doing that it, it kind of gets everybody involved. Yeah. And when we do that, it, it starts building that kind of that leadership capital. Because mm-hmm. because the because I said so method does not build that leadership capital. Does no, not. And it doesn't help. Mm-hmm. And if you tell your to your kids, yeah, they're just like, why? Because I mm-hmm. said so. Well, why? Because I said so. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. work. Try that, that at home. See how yeah. well it works. Yeah. So if it doesn't for work sure. for kids. It's not gonna work for adults, <laughs> right? I mean,
0: there may come a time when, because, uh, <laughs> yeah, a yeah, no, it's going good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, where you need to buy back into that leadership capital that exactly. what I just spoke yeah, about. Yeah. Where because I said so, you're. I can't imagine myself ever using those those words, yeah. but uh, when you give a plan, yeah. you expect them to follow it because of everything else that's happened to, you know, lead up to yeah. that stage. Yeah. So I'm sure you do.
3: Well, and that's kind of goes to the next part, like um, mm-hmm. every once in a while you have to give a command, which is, hey, I need this done now. Yeah. yeah. And it's more direct, like, I need this done now. Um, going back to the auto uh, couple last week. Right. Hey, so-and-so, I need that cut, that, that pillar cut.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I need it cut now. So, and he's like, oh, yeah. so he, you know, he cut it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the argument ended yes. with me kind of giving it a command But now I have to, now I just, I took my, so actually I guess our next, (laughs) our next slide is, (laughs) is leadership capital. So what Mm -hmm. is leadership capital? So I just, I, by giving an order or giving a command that, you know, is a little bit more harsh and people saying, well, you should be able to give commands. Like, well, yeah, but I don't really give commands. I give Mm -hmm. I guess they're in the loosely commands, but they're not like, yes, do this. It's more like, Hey, um, you want to do that for me? And like, they understand what, what needs to happen. Yeah. there's very little command that we give yeah direct it's more like we're command. watching and we just kind of yeah. like hey just hey can you just want to hit that a little bit or you hey, mm-hmm. knock that down hey when you go in there just do this you know like it's kind of more yeah like it's not argumentative it's not like i'm the guy in charge i got the red hat so you have to listen to me that's right because that's not really mm-hmm. people aren't going to listen to that for very long
0: no no it's all in the delivery i think right yeah um I think everything that we do is a command. Like hey guys, we're going to need to do this, this, this and this. Yeah. So you're giving those commands, but it's not like that that harsh um right. you know, when you can speak to your people as like your people, like they're they're not just these you know, little worker bees that you're, yeah. you know bossing around. They're, Especially you know, the
3: volunteer you know, firefighters. Absolutely. <laughs> like yeah. It's almost it's harder because they're it's they're not relying on a paycheck. Yeah. So they're, they're here like because they want. I don't really need to listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's it's actually it's, it, you know try to explain that to like a full time guy where you know guys have pensions and mm-hmm. they want that job. Yes. whereas volunteer guys so are they're going to follow yeah. that
0: chain of command
3: mm-hmm. because
0: it's their employment. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, where yeah, it's like Scott just said, it's it's a different animal yeah. on our side of the fence, right? So mm-hmm. being being able to work and speak to um, you know your your uh, fellow firefighters. Um, i think goes a long long way and if you can build that up you're earning that bank yeah right?
3: yeah and that's what you like so you always have to you know i always kind of picture okay i've just i've, I've given like three kind of terse orders i mm-hmm. got to build my i got to build that back up mm-hmm. so i like hey man like you do a really good job i keep it up mm-hmm. it's great i'm like, hey sorry i snapped up you there oh yeah no problem and then mm-hmm. now i'm like now in my head i'm like okay i got a little bit more i got some of my money some of my money went back in my bank account. yeah mm-hmm. but i got to watch cuz if you drain that bank account Mm-hmm. They're not going to be listening anymore. <laughs> so that's basically leadership capital. Mm-hmm. Anything? Nope. <laughs> right along. So uh, in this course that we're kind of developing, then, we, then we're actually going to break it down into some exercises. So exercise number one is now they um, everybody's going to sit down as a group and just come up with some uh, leader's intent. So mm-hmm. guys are just going to be like, hey, um, give me a leader's intent on this scenario. Basically, just what I did to you. Yeah. So I actually should have did that earlier or later. Yeah. <laughs> but essentially, you ask, you know, you say, hey, this is a scenario. Give me a leader's intent. Right. And they do. And we're talk about it and see if they're catching the concepts. Right. And then now moving along, now it's time more to get into that, that uh, bigger overall plan, which is the incident action plan, which Todd loves to talk about. <laughs> So I and actually, when I, I took this directly from, um, from the ICS, um, I think, yeah, think it's came from the ICS um, booklets or manuals. Um, so now it's, now you can kind of make a bigger, like it's more of that, like here's a plan that we're gonna do. Uh, maybe the scene is stabilized slightly, or maybe it's still, it's super, it could still be super reactive, but now um, more uh, apparatus we're on scene, you have managed to kind of gather your command staff together, And your crew and your leaders and stuff. And now you can be like, hey, this is actually what we're gonna do for this scene. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, and and again, this really, I think people always forget ICS comes from Wildland. Like that's where it came from originally, right? It came from Cal Fire, I think. Not sure. I think it was Cal Fire that developed the ICS Mm -hmm. system. And then everybody kind of took it on. Mm-hmm. And then everybody in the world tries to make ICS fit into everything. It doesn't always. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's a great ICS system. No, it isn't. <laughs> this is designed for like massive wildfires. And, yeah. I yeah, get, you can use parts of it, but of it sure. doesn't fit in, but, um, you know, an incident action plan does fit in. Um, so again, it kind of, it's, it's an expanded version of that leader's intent. So our incident goals? So what are our goals overall? I mean, we know on a structured fire, what our incident goals are, but on a wildfire back to like, what are we protecting? Yes. Like, are we directly attacking the fire? Or are we, are we um, prepping and holding? Or are we right? Are we anchoring and holding? Are we bomb and run? Or that's that's kind of our instant goals. Like, what are we doing here? Um, operational periods. Well, how long is this operational period? Um, Structure fire. We know operational period is until the fire is out. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Although in the high school fire, we almost went into a second. Actually, I guess we were in a second operational yeah. period because that fire was so massive but you guys knocked down the main parts of the fire and then it was like okay now we need to have um, a second crew coming in for mop up and that's right you know, and then it's now you start to have to figure out like um, um like sleep patterns and, ro- and rotations of crews mm-hmm. and all that food and all that kind of stuff
1: same with the yeah. wildfire stuff that happened exactly. right like, yeah. as soon as we went into that second operational period it changes everything
3: yeah Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next part of the uh, IAP is going to be the response strategies and tactics so um how is the house actually going responded to? Um, in this course, it, it was more like um, the resources that we're going to be using locally like in our one area. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, it could be more like calling in the wildfire service, calling in other um, other resources from around, calling in mutual aid. Yeah, mm-hmm. getting that mutual aid rolling. And what are we doing? Like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Um, like are the water bombers, Are they? what is their, what is their tactic? Because we know what their tactic is. They're not they're not yeah. directly dropping on us. They're you know, they're setting up guards and stuff like that.
2: Mm.
3: Um so that's the response strategy and tactics. Um that's kinda like the general rest of the plan mm. there. Um command structure. So um th- th- you know, that's an easy thing for us. Usually yeah. easy for us. Once it starts yeah. getting down to like a minutiae like so we know who the IC is overall, but then we mm. have to like figure out okay, well, there's a safety officer. But then when we start getting mutual aid in now we have to start like mm. Okay, then we then we break up into task forces and mm-hmm. strike teams and bigger scenarios to get more of that. Yeah. So, right? Well then you can yeah.
1: dabble into the unified command as well, right? With right. other agencies. With other, with other yeah. agencies yeah.
3: Yeah. Um we actually used our we didn't we didn't need it, but we had yes. a mini wildfire on Saturday. Came in as a grass fire. Right so, Yeah. Yeah. Um I was duty officer so I'm driving and then like and I and I was on the other end of town so I couldn't put eyes on it yet i'm like shit i don't know i don't know and where it was it sounded like it was kind of at the river in an area that's kind of inaccessible. the way it was mm-hmm. described so my second on the radio and i radioed uh these guys i said hey uh let's roll task force two because we're trying this new task force thing so well, let's roll task force two and honestly when i said it i was like hey now i know it's coming yeah. And it kind of took a lot of that pressure because now I'm like, I, okay, I don't need to worry about it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to listen to what units are rolling. Yeah, like, I already, still did because really making sure. Hopefully, these guys that are still, what I meant by task yeah. force too, because it's a new concept to us.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and right away, uh, uh, second engine rolled. Yeah, the second tender was just a second tender and the and uh, the side by side, which is uh, yeah. 182, yeah. was about to roll. Mm-hmm. Um, got there and uh, the owners had knocked it down enough. So it was a small grass fire. They yeah. knocked it down enough, so we only needed the one engine. Yeah. But just knowing what was coming was—it did take a lot of uh, a lot of that away.
0: I think it's great. Um, so when you radioed, I I was driving to the hall still as well, and I was waiting for people, like for somebody at the hall to answer, and there was no answer back yet. So I'm like, well, I, I want to make sure that at least you know that somebody's heard you. because <laughs> yeah, I was like, Ugh. so I I was on Main Street at the time, so I was getting close. I'm like, yeah, I cop, you know, I copy that. Um, t-minus whatever i'll be at the hall i got him the door and the truck was getting full at that time so we already had four guys ready to go a fifth guy hopped on the engine's leaving uh and then they say what do you want to staff next and i was like let's get the the side by side going next because i saw t- two more trucks that were pulling in so I'm like i knew the tender was going to be ready to rock behind that uh but guys are already thinking like we know Okay, the engine's gone. That should always go first because uh, yep. it's got all of our SCBA. Uh, who knows what this is going to be getting into. A quick reminder to, to some of the guys that, hey, we're wearing our wildland gear. Let's make sure if you're on the engine, let's grab sure our, our uh, structural because again, you never know. Like It's a grass fire until it's not, right? Um, and then, yeah, knowing that we're taking the side-by-side next uh, and then the water tender. Um, yeah, people know what to get themselves prepped <clears> for. <throat> And as the IC, you've already given, hey, this is what I want. Essentially, um,
3: essentially a, a leader's intent was, was. hey, give me yeah, task force, too. Exactly. I, mean, yeah. I don't have to think, like, okay, uh, what's okay, yeah, I might need an engine. I might need a second engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe give me a tender, too. Uh, I don't know. So like, yeah. no, you guys know. Like, I know what's coming. Yeah. yeah. No,
1: it, yeah. It, it exactly is a leader's intent, exactly, because yeah. otherwise, without that, now guys are going to say, oh, do you want the second tender? Do you want, yeah. you know, just the end of the second engine? Yeah. Uh, like, what order do you want? Because you still get guys that... that,
3: Or some guys, say, like, I like driving this truck, truck over that truck. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. absolutely the leader's intent, in my opinion. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, great. So it worked. Uh, I mean, we didn't... It wasn't, was it kind it wasn't of a utilized, decision, but Fine. it was... Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was... It was wor- It was rolling. It was happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. hope to see that more. Um, as Well, hopefully not too much more. But. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then of course we're uh, so carrying on with the I- IAP. We have the situation updates. How is it going? Uh, you know, things like that. Communications, uh, logistics, safety plan. Um, basically, all the stuff we talked about, like with laces and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, incident mapping. If it's a big enough incident, we get maps, right. and then any additional resources or information. So. That's generally the IAP as, as laid out in the ICS. And mm-hmm. I think it's kind of it's, it's what we all kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. Whether we do it in the exact order or, or if, you know, we're, doing, we're not like, oh, now I'm going to be talking about my situation. I'm like, no, we, we just do it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff we do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but now taking all that kind of complicated stuff, we throw it into keep it simple. Um, so plans should always be simple. So we, mm-hmm. we should start simple, to complex. Just like in Swiftwater. We Swift yeah, Water. Swiftwater Swift Water is a big thing, there. right? We always go simple to complex. But in every plan we do, we should be simple to complex. Mm, yeah. Auto X, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we use crazy Auto X, like the car taco, yeah. or we could have just cut a door off. And...
1: Yeah. yeah, or simple. <laughs> or <laughs> and or a roof removal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. And, and, and throughout this course, we have these kind of like little quotes, like some from Confucius Life is simple, but we insist on making it complicated. No, it's just the way humans are. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: naturally, we want to do the biggest and the best, you know, maneuver, whatever it's going to be. But if you can break it down and just do, like, hey, like, what is the easiest way? And it's not being lazy, but what is the easiest way? And which, more times than not, will still be the fastest way that we can get this job done. Um, And if that's not working, like you were saying, that's when you can go into plan B and then start building a plan C.
3: Yeah. I think the funny... um... Kind of related to this, uh, because I teach martial arts, so uh, I was teaching up a, a Kelowna, like years ago, mm-hmm. and one of our students got in a street fight, mm-hmm. and you know, like, you know, you're training, that's what you're training for, you're training forever, you know, and one day you might have to defend yourself, and it rarely ever happens. So a lot of guys, you know, you just you, and it's doing it for fun or for sport, yeah. But you know, the style I was in was it was for self-defense. So this one guy, this one student, whereas he gets in a street fight, and of course we're like, oh yeah. What was it he's like yeah i, I just i punched him in the face <laughs> he's like yeah, it was over and the guy like ran away i'm like yeah and he's like i'm like right on he's like no like i want to do all the cool shit you guys showed me like, no. <laughs> like, the simplest thing, just punch him in the face. <laughs> and it the fight right away. Like, one punch, wham, <laughs> the guy ran away. Like, that's what the goal was. <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> but he wanted to do all the fancy stuff, like the takedown, and the mount, and the control, and the arm bar, and the, the chokehold. It's like, no, you just you whack. Punch him in the face, and he <laughs> yeah. leaves. Yeah, he yeah, nice. leaves. Perfect. Simple. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, and then moving on. So um, now uh, we move into the um, the de- decentralized command structure. So I mean, we've talked about decentralized command from yeah. literally first episode, I think, on this podcast. In number two, number two, right? Yeah, yeah. First episode, we were still trying to figure out why Kevin joined the fire service <laughs> 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 to be lazy. The greedy was he greedy or lazy? He was greedy. Yeah, he was greedy. <laughs> um, I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing this for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, So decentralized command, of course, we know um, we can't always be there. Uh, Like Mm -hmm. the leader can't always be there. So we have to trust the guys, trust Mm -hmm. the crew. Like I should be able to be like, whether you have a red helmet on or not. Yeah. Todd, you got this? Yeah. Okay. I'll be back. Boom. I'm gone. Or I don't need to tell you that we're doing something. We get separated. Whoever the person that takes over, takes over. The Mm -hmm. hole gets filled. Mm -hmm. Todd takes Mm -hmm. over as a leader. Yeah. He knows the leaders, the leaders Mm -hmm. intent from earlier. He knows the general plans that we have. And he's now taken over. And you can't really have
0: one without the other. You can't operate with a leader's intent yeah. under a centralized command environment.
3: No. Explain that. <laughs> I, I understand, but explain Right.
0: Yeah. So with a, a leader's intent, going back to what I was saying, if, if I told Scott or Todd on that first arriving unit that I want a transitional attack and that's the end of it, while I'm going back as the IC to start building some of the additional plans, yeah. um, in a centralized command structure, um, what was that? A thump. Yeah, thought yeah. well, maybe someone's coming. Yeah. They were walking upstairs. Um, to be decentralized, you are like it's it's that it's I'm giving you a a small little snippet of what I'm looking for. And you are take you take that, and I'm trusting you. And then you are telling your guys, hey, this is what we're gonna do. And right. now you are gonna oversee that group, but you're not telling your guys, okay, so now we're gonna grab the inch and a half, get it over by the door. We're gonna grab yeah. the two and a half. We're gonna do exterior water. Um, everything is very fluid, and we're definitely leaning on knowing all of our people's skill sets. Yeah. Where on a centralized Everything is ran through and double checked, and, like checked there's, and there's there's
3: no stand the tailboard, no, yeah, otherwise. until mm-hmm.
0: you're ready and told to to go into action. So, all right, I want two guys to go and grab that hose line and take it to the door, and they would grab the hose line and they would go to the door and, and they we, would stand there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what am I going to do with this now? Well, I got to wait until my leader my, tells me. my leader tells me that yeah. we should open the bail and do yeah. something with it.
3: Yeah, right. It, it, and unfortunately, in the fire service, we have that that term that they always they always throw it. Oh yeah, you're you're freelancing. Yeah. It's like, well, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not freelancing when they when you have the leader's intent and you have the decentralized command model. Yeah. You're not freelancing because the guys know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, freelancing mm-hmm. in our environment yeah. would be I want a transitional attack in the Alpha Bravo window, and I want. Uh, Interior attack team to get ready to make a push in the front door And the guy puts a roof ladder
3: up and cuts a roll on the roof Yeah, and then somebody goes (laughs) on the roof fence or like a guy's like,
0: oh, I'm gonna go check out what's happening around the back And grabs another hose line and starts spraying water that we don't know what he's doing. That's freelancing. exactly. right now however, if a guy because we tell everybody like Everybody should be doing a 360 if they have that available or at least being aware of the surroundings Hey, somebody on the radio I see we've got some fire pushing out of this back window. I'm gonna do an exterior application until those guys make a push inside. Copy. Yeah. All right. That's still operating within our parameters because they're still checking in with their with their leader, their officer, and then that will be relayed up up, you know, to the IC. So mm-hmm. is that still okay? Sure. They shouldn't be walking around back doing their own thing. Yeah. Um yeah. so that it's definitely it's a I think we we run a fine fine line there. There's a, a lot of gray, yeah. but that's also what makes our our yeah. system work.
3: So it allows guys to think of it on their own too. Sure, because like yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes the stuff has to happen that hey, oh, where's the captain? I gotta ask him. Something. No, just like oh, there's a, there's a there's a there's a patient inside this room. Should I wait? No, like let's okay. Now we let's it's flip over. Quick. Now we flip over to VIS. Yeah. And then you know, you you know you make it known as best you can, but maybe you gotta do mm-hmm. VIS. That's right. And you're not gonna be like, Oh, I'm just gonna wait until uh, until the captain comes back and
0: yeah. Or like, hey, if, if you cap- were the captain yeah. and you have a team and you yeah. notice that, you're not gonna yeah. walk over and be like, Oh, hey, hey Ash or hey Hey Chief Chief, whoever is IC I see on the do,
3: No, I'd be a quick radio call, hey is VIS. The only thing we have to worry about in VIS is is a is a fan going. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shut down the fan. We're go we're going VIS. Okay. Check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So moving on. <laughs> Going through this fast. Um, span of control. So uh, kind of into that decentralized command stuff, but also um, the span of control, um, we can't, and of course this goes back to ICS, you can't control everybody on the fire mm-hmm. So one person cannot be in charge of 30 people. It has right. to get um, down. And I, and I, you know, the normal span of control is, I think, five to one. Is, a, is kind of was the yeah. optimal, yeah. Um, which just happens to be what we have in our trucks. That's right. That's <laughs> I mean actually we're, a, we're more of a... I guess we're a little less. We're more of a... Because with the captain, there's five people on, on our mm-hmm. truck. Yeah. On our new truck, we have more of a five-to-one model. That's right. But um, mm-hmm. So that five-to-one model is kind of what, what they use. Now, depending on the incident, if it's a super mellow incident, could I run 30 guys? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like, is there a way to, like... I mean, I'm trying to think of something we could do in the fire service that would uh, could, even even then you'd probably still break it down. Yeah. But do you need to be like, oh, I need uh, I need you to take those five guys over there? But if it's something super chill, super mellow, we don't need we don't necessarily need that five to one. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But also sometimes if it's super intense, super high acuity, we might need less. It might be like a one a one to two. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. So it, it it that's why I'm not really like I'm not. It has to be five to one. It, I think, it has to be able to be somewhat flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: I, I absolutely agree. Yeah, there's a lot of situations. Just look back to our kind of our bread and butter fires that we get too, right? Like, once more units start arriving, it just starts breaking into that ratio right away, mm-hmm. as, uh, for whichever officer is involved in what area, right? So yeah, you're already breaking down that um, that that grouping. So you're back to that kind of Hey Scott, you got you know these five guys over here, or you're three, you're three on your truck, and you, now I'm sending you two more.
3: Yeah, yeah. So
1: it it happens pretty pretty mm-hmm. naturally.
3: Yeah. Uh, moving on, so every leader has to have humility. Um, I think it's kind of more now. Now we're getting kind of that human side of things. So um, sorry, um, so I'm just reading what I wrote. Um, basically. We're coming up with a plan together, so this is kind of now more back into the. You know, maybe it's not super emergent. Maybe we can be like, um, maybe we're driving on the truck together. And as we're getting there, I'm like, okay, uh, and uh, you know, I look, we do this all the time. I look in the back, hey, what's your guys' plan? Hey, we're gonna. um, He's taking the nozzle. He's doing this. He's doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. It's rare when I'm like, no, you're not doing that. You're doing this. Like it's rare when one of us is in the front seat saying no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because the guys, the guys in the back seat came with their own plan. They're invested in that plan. So they're going to, they're sold on their plan already. Um, So they're going to do it probably more effectively than if we dictate back to that old thing, like, you know, um, you wait for me to tell you exactly what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. We have to have some humility and understanding that the guys know just as much as we do about firefighting. Sure. Most of the time. You maybe get a rookie, but usually you're not going to have three rookies together. We normally have like some senior guys and a rookie or, if it ends up being a lot of the rookies, then yeah, we do have to do more of like, okay, this is the plan. Mm-hmm. This is now my plan. Yeah, um, but really, in any plan, if and this really is, this is all Jocko talking here. Um, if the, if a guy comes to you with uh, and it's a seventy percent good plan,
2: mm-hmm.
3: we're gonna go through. And I have a, I have in my mind the the hundred percent plan. Right. I should be going. Okay, we're gonna do through seventy percent plan. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's not as good plan. It's not as good a as plan as mine, but we're going to do Ash's plan. But maybe I will try to top it up to the next 30%. And going, hey, that's a really great plan. Have you thought about maybe adding these two things to it? Sure. And now, suddenly, he's most of his plan we're doing, and we're mm-hmm. also adding my, my two cents to it. Right. Yes. My <sighs> 30% is getting added and injected yeah. into it. So now it's our plan. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be more likely to do it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to be more invested. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it creates buy-in and ownership and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. Now with any plan, you have to be able to pivot and flex. <laughs> so um this literally this slide that we made was it was uh, I was you know, rather than just talking like big long paragraph, it was literally I gave the uh, I gave the verb for a pivot. So a pivot is a complete change of direction from something. And a flex is bend without breaking. Sure. So every plan you have to be able to be like, oh, Like, this is not working. What we're trying right now is not. And there's been lots of times on structure fires, for instance, the burning of the nozzle that we tried. So we shoved the nozzle down the hole, nozzle got burnt, didn't work. (laughs) Okay, well, we're not just gonna keep using that. That, Well, it was sticking in there longer. (laughs) No, (laughs) it didn't work. Let's pivot on that, what we just did, and try something else. Okay. But there's also times when, hey, it's working, but it's not working exactly like I thought it was gonna work. So I have to be flexible, so I have to flex a little bit. Uh, and the quote we put in here was uh, "No plan survives first contact with the enemy." So, um, we have to be able to have these plans; they mm-hmm. can bend and move with how the situation mm-hmm. goes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, ben. no, I agree. It's a, no,
2: it's, yeah, I'm
1: thinking <laughs> along the same lines. Like it's, uh, it comes back to a lot of the stuff that we do in the fire service, as far as like you know, having your plan A, plan B. You know, like it. In swift water, for example, you guys just did that. So it's such a dynamic, changing environment, so fucking fast mm-hmm. with that current. So hey, plan A is do this. Oh shit, something's changed now. You're flexible or, or pivoting or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it's it changes, so all it right. happens.
3: Yeah. yeah. And what that will lead so after we've done all this stuff, now that leads us to exercise number two. So exercise number two, um, for this course that we're doing, it's more of a, um. It's not a dynamic situation. So now they're making they're doing a planned event, um, and it could be hey plan um, plan the July first event, Um, plan a protest for Mm -hmm. wherever you're working. um, If you're law enforcement, Um, plan a whatever something that we know is coming. We're making a plan for it. Um, Plan a while you know plan that the wildfire is coming and we have time to make this plan. Yeah. So what it's going to be? We're going to separate the the group, um, make one person the leader, and they give them like 15, 20 minutes to come up with a, a pretty good solid plan uh-huh. and see how they interact with their group. See if they say, No, this is a plan that what we're going to do, or if they go, Hey, Todd, what do you think about this? Hey, Todd, uh, how about you're in charge of um, figuring out routes, escape routes? Go. we am going to leave you to that. Um, you're in charge, you over here, you're in charge of figuring out what communication you're using. So we just want to see how they react with each other. It's more, it's almost like a tabletop exercise right. in, in this case. Yeah. And then they will present an IAP. Um, so they may come up with an IAP for the group and then present it at the end. So, yeah. Okay, so now it kind of is getting into now Now it's more of the reactive situation. So, um, and number one thing we have to talk about is to detach.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and I think that's, that's kind of the overall, like the number one thing we have to, like, the, we really have to harp on detach because um, without detaching from a scene, you're. Um, you get sucked, right? We talk about this a lot. So, you know, you get sucked in mm-hmm. and now you're. You've lost, focus, yeah, right? yeah, you've lost uh, control of it. Yeah, you've lost control of it. Yeah, because you don't know what's going on around you. Yeah. So, it, you know, in this, again, total Jocko, right? Because, you know, he always tells a story of when he was a junior SEAL and they were doing like a drill on an oil rig or something. And um,
1: they were all kind of like,
3: they all kind of paused and none of them knew what to do. And they're all kind of sitting there. And he, and he kind of looked around and he's like, I don't forget what he's. He put his weapon up high and looked around. And he's like, move right. <laughs> and everyone shifted. He's like, oh, cool. <laughs> he's like, but someone had to detach from the scene and get off their weapon and look. Same thing as us. Like, we can't be running the nozzle. And we've talked about this. Like, yeah. every once in a while, a <clears throat> uh, captain, you know, volunteer fire service. Mm-hmm. Captain might be in, in the back. He sit, He's sitting in yeah. the back. He might have to run the nozzle. Yep. But as soon as another guy's available, he has to hand that over. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And detach himself from the mm-hmm. scene. So the, the stages of detachment, I think we've talked about this before. First thing, uh, take a step back. So a literal step back. Not just a step back. Oh, well, i taking a step back in my mind. No, you literally step back off the, off the line, off the X. And yeah. Take a step back. Um, raise your chin. So Because when you raise your chin, your eyes automatically look around. So this allows you to scan everywhere, right? Because if you're, if you're still looking down at the scene, you're not really detached. because You're still, like, mm. fixated on what you're doing, right? So lift your chin. Um, look around, left, right, up, down. Uh, you know, it helps clear your mind. Helps you make a look around. You might have that tunnel vision from uh, from your uh, fight or flight. Um, so you you know you gotta you gotta look around, shake it off, mm-hmm. breathe. So breathe in, hold it, breathe out, and then make your call. So then make your decision after that. So and that's a really we we have to really push on that a lot because that's one of the hardest things for I think everybody to do. Yeah, You just I agree. get
1: just sucked right in. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. because a lot of people start feeling that pressure and, and you start getting focused on that one task mm. and depending on the situation if there's other people calling or asking, you know, and you're still trying to develop your, your plan, yeah. if you don't just pause, like we always tell everybody, like everybody gets starts getting on the radio. And, wanting to hear hear from command I like, go oh, where do you want me to park where we're coming out which way do you want me to come figure it out <laughs> like, fucking stop talking to me stop calling me yeah. get your ass here whichever way you yeah. you know you're gonna do it um, in a moment I'm gonna figure out if that access route isn't good or not or whatever the scenario may yeah. be right mm-hmm. you know so yeah just having that moment to step back and like I said yeah take a breath and look around and make a call
3: yeah and maybe you get sucked in and then that, the next guy has to roll in maybe he takes over.
1: Mm-hmm,
3: sure. You know, thinking about that CPR call we did the other day.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And the big fellow there. Um, yeah. You know, I was actually the captain on the truck. Yeah. But the chief was driving. <laughs> it was actually pretty officer-heavy It was, truck. yeah. So I was actually I was the captain on the truck, the chief's driving. Well, on an FR call, the driver, you know, especially in that area, because we were outside, we didn't, like so the driver didn't need to clear any path, he didn't need to do his, usual. You know, Kind of driver duties that we yeah. get them to do, like because usually the drivers <clears throat> making sure the stretcher can get in. <clears throat> but where we were, it was pretty open. Yeah. <clears throat> so I ended up getting sucked in doing chest compressions. Yeah. Um And I wasn't thinking about this until actually until just now. So I was not detached. I was <laughs> focused mm-hmm. right in. <laughs> <laughs> I was the exact same. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> yeah. So sucked right into the scene. Mm-hmm. But the chief is there, yeah. and he was running the radios. And he was running comms and he was looking at them. Yeah. so he defaulted to right his, his role right yeah yeah so. and it's something we don't watch for. Mm-hmm. i mean chest compressions it does suck you in because you're yeah, like yeah, you see the guy's tie, tired he's like, like okay yeah. i'll jump in there mm-hmm. yeah
1: the other example to that too is um we'll, well we tell our medics as well but even fire service we're doing auto-extrication right like how many mm. times in the past eight patient contact that now that person and maybe they're the only yeah, they're medic the on, on the team, team. <laughs> they're in the car holding C spine. Wow, shit. Now they are sucked in and can't do a goddamn thing else, right? Yeah. They're, they're nothing. So yeah. Stay back, detach, don't get sucked in. You know, do your assessment. I can do my, my patient contact verbally and, and mm-hmm. visually and and unless there's a critical intervention that I need to jump in and put a hand on a gushing wound or something, right? Yeah. You know, or an airway maneuver. Then, yes, okay, now I'm sucked in. I have to be, mm. you know. Then somebody well, else That's steps a in. critical life saving yeah.
3: moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it pretty much covers attachment. So, now we go to the next thing is, <clears throat> is small steps. Um, so Jocko calls it, it, it and I can never say it right iterative decision making, which just means small steps. <laughs> so, um, and the fire service, it could you know, because everyone wants to plant, like, everyone, like, some guys, I know some of our guys they want to know the whole plan when we get there, when they get off the truck, mm-hmm. we better have that plan laid out and ready to go. It's like, no, that's not the way it was. That's not the way it works. That's not the way fire works. Yeah. I may have one step in the plan. I may have, hey, transition, like, when you guys get here, I want a transitional attack. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing mm-hmm. until I can look at the rest and figure it out. Sure. So, it's a small step. That's all we need. It's, it's, yeah. it's the first step, it's a small step. Um. So, we just have to um, keep that you know you don't need the whole plan you just as long as you're doing small steps in the right direction, mm-hmm. you can you can carry on with the scene pretty pretty well.
0: And I think it comes back to that capital as well that if your guys trust that when you give those small step plans, there's something bigger coming. yeah like they if we worked as a team long enough, they start to trust that, hey, like this guy's not just flying by the seat of his pants here. Yeah. Uh, he is seeing what's happening there's so, so many reactionary things that are happening quickly that, Hey, okay, we have the initial plan. They're building the larger scale plan. Mm-hmm. So you build that, that uh, leadership capital back, back up where, Hey, okay. Yep. Copy. I trust that we've, we've got something bigger coming. Uh, let's take care of what we can do now. These are our, our tasks and goals, mm-hmm. which might be as simple as, exterior water application until we can go interior because right. i think usually we're, we're we're very clear with uh yeah we're going offensive yeah. so we either say as soon as we get there we're going offensive or we're going on the defense so yeah. when people hear yeah we're going offensive perfect that means we're going to be working and we're making a push uh and you know that can break down with, are we going exterior water first? Or are we going to push straight in the door? Like what's the move that'll come afterwards. But getting that started is really important because it gets everybody in the right mindset and gets, gets back to that. They're, they're trusting that we, we okay. do have those small, those small, small step plans going.
3: And, and I think it's, if you put too much, like if you, if you were able to say the whole plan. Sure. And then the plan had change. Mm-hmm. Then you have to say, "Okay, I mean, whatever I just said, forget that <laughs> we're changing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I was thinking about this the other day when I was writing this up, I was, I was thinking about, okay, when, when, the, and I was thinking about that fire that I ran to. Right. <laughs> so I'm running to the thing, you know, out of breath, I get there right away. I look at it. Oh, it's like a basic structure fire. Mm-hmm. There's a, it's, um, you know, the, um, carport was fully involved, carport and deck.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Easy call hey, I want a, uh, I want big water because it was a big fire. I want you know I want big water on this fire, or to knock it down, and then we'll make a push in. Yeah, I'm saying this as I'm doing my 360. Oh, I come around the back side of the house. Oh, there's a 500 pound propane tank sitting here that's that's uh, impinged by fire and starting to heat up. So I, re- I I think I yell break on the radio break, and then I'm like, okay, what I need now? <laughs> so it's, it's, I I need the two and a half. Like you know, I'm so. Still the plan, like mm-hmm. I still want to hit the fire, but we gotta put the we gotta put water on that propane cylinder now. Mm-hmm. So now that's the new plan. Yeah, so that's the new small step. So the, I you know I pivoted <laughs> to yeah, the yeah, next exactly. thing, right? Come around the building. Now I get to the front of the building, and the boyfriend shows up. Mm-hmm. Hey, my girlfriend's missing, and she's in the house. He thinks she sure. wasn't, but okay. Yeah. Oh, now okay, all of what I just said is out the window. So I haven't invested too much in this plan. The plan so far is one line off, one or two lines off to hit this fire. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, break again, Engi- uh, first driving engine, we're now doing a VIS. So now the guys in the truck are like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing on the truck going, oh, shit, what? Because <laughs> now they're like, <laughs> okay, we're not going to fall on hose anymore. Now we're pushing for VIS. Mm-hmm. But again, I just said it, VIS. Yeah. I didn't have to mm-hmm. give them like, we're going to VIS no. uh, this window, that one, like, There's when they are, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. When they arrived, I'm like, okay, we're being, and then I can point, we're in that window there. Okay, and then this window. So
0: yeah, all all the while still having that uh, propane cylinder being yeah. cool.
3: And then they cooled that mm-hmm. on, Yeah.
0: So yeah, you know, you're, you're you're still taking some of your initial plan. Mm-hmm. Just the the suppression tactics for
1: the actual fire changed over yeah. to a search. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're still hitting all your points. Like I said, you you had to you had to pivot a little bit there, but your strategies are still being done.
3: Yeah. yeah. Because we're prioritizing. it right. <laughs> we takes the next last Which is uh we you know, we what's important now. Yeah. The win the win mm-hmm. principle. So mm-hmm. what's important now we should always be asking ourselves what's important now, what's important now. Yeah. And that's the simple prioritizing. So again back to that fire we we're just talking about what's important now. And it's kind of as I'm going around the building again. Get okay, what's important now? We're gonna put up put up this fire, this big ass fire. Come run the cool. It's a propane tank. What's important now is that propane tank.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Come to the front of the building. Somebody's inside. What's important now? Rescue. Second thing. Propane cylinder. Yeah. Third thing. Put the fire out. Mm -hmm. So you have to, you know, you have to be able to prioritize.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Um, that's, I use that in my everyday life. Um, I had a meeting a couple months back with, with work and there's a couple of junior people, uh, in my company, not my, like my, my company, but in the company that I work for, uh, in the same position as myself at another location, and they were struggling with a bit of work, you know, work overload. Uh, couldn't figure out how to get all all, all of these tasks done, uh, and they 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 were basically drowning, and their frustrations were getting the best of them, and like I could tell in this meeting that they're like they're they're not being you know receptive of what's what's being given to them, um and they're like just kind of getting you know getting over frustrated and i could tell like like our leaders weren't quite recognizing like hey these people are struggling so i'm like hey like i'm a bit of a not a black sheet but like we are in this department like a lot of people i think envy like how well we click on a fire scene but yet they're also like ah. Eh, they're also a, a little different. Well, <laughs> a, am I wrong? <laughs> that's really, really accurate. <laughs> I think that's the nicest way that I can say it. <laughs> I operate very much the same at work. Um, where I'm not the cookie cutter, yeah. like, you know, location, right? Um, so I, I say, like, hey, like, how, how many tasks do you think that you have that you have fallen behind on? And... One person's like, I don't know, five or six. One guy's like, I can't count that high. I'm like, perfect. Well, of those tasks, how many of them do you actually think are very important? He's like, I don't know, three? I'm like, perfect. Get those done tomorrow. He's like, Well, what about the rest of them? I'm like, eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, stress on the things that are important to you, right? And then once the really important things are gone, reevaluate what you have left.
2: Yeah. And you know
0: what? You're gonna get three more tasks tomorrow. But of those three new ones, the importance of them might be further down the list. So now you might be able to bump up these other tasks. I'm like, like I have tasks that I've had on my wall for a year, (laughs) right? It's just so low on the priority chain Mm -hmm. that I'm like, yeah, like I need to get this done, like it needs to happen. But there's so many things above it that keep happening, they keep coming. So I'm like, what's important now? So every day you reevaluate that. You walk in, I spend the first 25 minutes of my day sitting down and I go through all of the things that need to happen. And yeah, like what's important today? Uh, and at, at the end of it, the one guy come, comes after me and is like, hey man, thanks. Like I never looked at it that way. He says like, I just, I don't have time. I'm like, ah, nobody has time, but everybody has time. So figure that out. Look at what your task lists are. According by Ash.
3: Quibble, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has time, whatever it is. <laughs> right, That's the thing. Like you have you have to
0: figure it out. Yeah. So you just make time because if, if you don't, you're gonna be in these these sort of people yeah. scenario, right? Yeah. So mm. um at the end of the meeting, like my boss comes up to me and was like, Hey, thanks a lot. Like, you know, I've never looked at it that way. She's like, I I definitely shouldn't be, you know, promoting not getting our shit done. Mm. But I'm like, at the end of the day, do you want the important stuff done or do you want a complete meltdown and nothing done? Yeah. And absolutely. she's like, Yeah, that's that's the way to look at it. And so we're taking
3: this course over there too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. hundred yeah, percent. No, this is the thing, man. I'm telling you. A lot of people can benefit from it. And it's
3: not just like in the emergency yeah. services. Mm-hmm. No. You know, and we were talking to Carl's not here to defend himself so mm. no. <laughs> we were talking to Carl the other day about FR calls. Yes. So Carl is not he doesn't like I mean he's not a medical guy. Um, you know, he What's crazy it. is he's very smart with He's it. very good with medical. Yeah. But because he hasn't done it a lot, he, he was telling us the other day, he's like, man, I don't, he goes, I'm not a big fan of coming to FR calls. And we're like, well, why? He's like, well, it's very daunting to me. And he goes, there's like, because, you know, in the course, it's like there's so much stuff happening. You know, right. It's a 40-hour course, and it's very like, you gotta do this and do that and do this, yeah. make sure your paperwork's good, blah, blah, blah. And it you know, it's it's a course. And that's the why these courses are always made. They're always they're not they're not very forgiving. <laughs> mm-hmm. But medical is pretty forgiving. And I said, Carl, just do your primary survey. Like don't even worry about the rest of the crap. Yeah. Like do your critical interventions. Like, yep. you know. And sometimes literally we like we walk in and the guys are like, Well, we didn't really do anything. It's like you talk to the patient, you calm them down, you stabilize the scene, mm-hmm. EHS showed up, they did the deal. Yeah. But yeah, we were there. If they were actually having a, an issue, we could intervene with like yeah. if you know our big, our big things are we can do CPR, We yeah. can do massive hemorrhage control. And what else? <laughs> uh, choking, yeah,
1: yeah. clear airways, choking. Yeah. You name it, yeah, yeah.
3: But you know, we're not going to be you know identifying their whatever their, their internal issues are. We're not yeah. going to be doing that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh, you
1: got a bowel obstruction. You have third degree heart block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't
3: know that. So it's like we can do our best, but it's like if we look at what's important now, which is our primary survey. Essentially, it's all the primary survey is what's important now. And, you know, and, and Dr. Nick and I, we, I think we had talked about Dr. Nick made the RTAC course online. and mm-hmm. I was watching the other day and, and that March protocol, I like it so much more than the ABC protocol, just because it is, it is that much. that March is really what's important now. Yeah. Like, what's right. important now? Oh, massive hemorrhage. That's pretty Actually, important. That's pretty, pretty <laughs> important. And then the airway, yeah. <laughs> and down, right? Because if we leave the massive hemorrhage until we do the body survey, it's yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's probably not going to be. good. Mm. Well, the airway is clear, but they just bled out. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> they're really exactly. accepting those air nicely. <laughs> yeah, it's like, geez, <laughs> yeah, just straight through and out. <laughs> I got a story on that. So, going, a, going way back? A, safe uh, a guy
1: was doing CPR. Uh, on a traumatic um, uh, car accident call mm. that we had. And this individual was so focused on doing CPR because the guy didn't have a pulse. Mm. But there was, how do I say this? There's so many parts missing and the amount of blood that was coming out, It, it was uh, there was nothing left. Right. Like so there's nothing pumped, to CPR. Pumped everything out. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas, maybe if you would have put a tourniquet on and done some mm. other things, would have kept some of that blood. I mean, the person would have died anyways. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, but it's that that they're so focused on on, on down and away doing the chest. Like, oh, sure. there's no blood left now. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yes. March. Very important. <laughs> March. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's
0: doing very adequate compressions. Oh, very good Because like a
1: hot damn. <laughs> Yeah. Squirt. That's <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was yeah it wasn't going round and round it was leaving <laughs> yeah that's important now huh? <laughs>
3: yeah. all right um and then and then so kind of to wrap the course up um the last slide uh we just wanted everybody to understand that mistakes are gonna happen and we have to realize that right away like we have to realize that our plan might not work um but we can't like beat ourselves up over it. and we can definitely can't get mad at the people below us and mm-hmm. if they like if they go off and you know you give them the commanders and sorry the leader's intent and decentralized command and they go do something and it's it doesn't work out like the way you wanted it to work out you can't mm-hmm. be like
2: you idiot <laughs>
3: <Fine>. <laughs> unless yeah, they totally yeah. did something that they should not have done
2: yeah
3: even then like say, like, hey like yeah that mistake happened let's move on you just sure. have to again you have to be able to move on past these mistakes mm-hmm. um because every plan isn't going to be perfect and and for this one we pulled out the old the George Patton plan uh, George Patton quote uh, a good plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow yeah. actually the true quote is uh, a perfect no a good violent plan executed now is better than a uh, perfect plan executed a week from now <laughs> So I think that's actually what the quote is oh, I sure. took the violence part of and <laughs> no, that's kind of cool but... yeah so yeah we just have to you know we have to accept that mistakes are going to happen I think once you do that, it's like, like back, again, back to Carl with the uh, FR. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you might not, like, because, you know, he's like, oh, I'm not really, he's talking about the blood pressure.
0: Yeah. And we're like,
3: it doesn't matter, man. I
0: literally said, don't
3: take it then. Yeah, or take it and just, like, take mm-hmm. it and be like, yeah, I think it's this. Right. Like, because, honestly, do the paramedics... Look at the oh the fr guys took it that's obviously that's we're, that's gospel no we're taking
1: our own you're taking yeah. your own every time yeah yeah every time.
3: Yeah. yeah and I, I don't tell like I, like I don't really even tell the paramedics and they show up oh well you think yeah like this is a blood pressure yes no it's just, like they roll in and do their own thing mm. it's like and again it comes back to like the person sees you put a blood pressure cuff on and you do it to them it's like oh this guy's doing something <laughs> like yeah. it's really a show it's like it's the yeah. show <laughs> 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 like for an fr guy to do it it's a show right it's like yeah you, you know yeah there's there's certain times
1: and certain things but for the majority of it like you said it's like hey you're sitting there talking to me you're not dizzy you're not falling yeah. over i've you're got a seeing. radio pulse perfect yeah. yeah thank you you're alive enough until the hs can here. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah because yeah, oh guess what happens you lose consciousness oh i'm gonna lay you down your book i just gonna come back up mm-hmm. yeah. easy fix Her. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: those are the things that are in our scope and what we can yeah. do to help right yeah. yeah it's literally we can put a blanket on you we can give you some you know we can help you with your airway yeah.
3: um it's yeah. critical cool. interventions yeah and it's and, and you know program. looking at the RTAC course that's really what RTAC's all about is yeah. it's getting those guys to do yeah getting so laser focused on like laser sharp on those critical things mm-hmm. on those okay. halo things yes yeah mm-hmm. um and nick even said when that happens and when you've trained it so much mm-hmm. um it, it's actually proven that you, you get less ptsd that way sure because i mean we train like here we, we, we train massive sims all the time where we're yep. you know we got blood going and screaming and fire yeah. and smoke and you know i think it helps our guys because when you see it and yeah. your mind is already prepared for it when it actually happens in real life you're like oh it's just like simulation yeah,
0: yeah another awesome example of that so yesterday um you had some of our local ambassadors through um right. and you were running a little bit late uh you knew you were you were gonna be late so you asked for a, cu- a couple of us to to basically kill him at a time uh just come on down and do a bit of a chat to him so we were going over some stuff for our department what what we do why's and stuff stuff like that and um there's a bit of a question and answer period and one of the questions was do you ever get scared like have you ever been scared on a fire uh and i was like oh it's actually it's a really good question i sat mm-hmm. and thought about it and i was like i kind of look at the other guys like we we had a firefighter from one of our mutual aid departments was there because one of his kids was was in the the uh, ambassador program, uh, and then uh, Kevin, and I kind of looked, looked at them. I'm like, I don't think I've ever been scared. You guys been scared? They're like, nope. I'm like, I've been like I've been stressed, but I don't, I don't think scared that like frightened mm-hmm. was a, a word that I would use. And then they, their follow up question is, I ah, like like why do you think that is. Now, like I think that falls back on training. Absolutely, does, so that like, you are minimizing your your fear by stressful, like high stress sims. Mm-hmm. And if you can train, and I like I I said it like we train to failure, um, and we make our training way harder than we anticipate your average call will ever be, because if you can get dialed on like a super high level. Everything else is going to come easy to you. And yeah, it was like really well received. Like the kids got it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very, very well said. I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is. I, uh, I forgot what got me there. You you mentioned something, Scott. But, but that, that yeah, comes uh, back yeah. to oh, uh,
3: Nick and the um, and RTAC and the PTSD stuff. Yeah. Oh, and oh yeah. That, sorry. And cause it, yeah. because yeah. RTAC's all about high fidelity, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it's normal for you, um, I can completely see how that would be a much less likely environment where uh, somebody could and like everybody will have their own triggers or whatever for uh, PTSD yeah. but uh, if it's more of a normal
1: CTU it's not like you start it's building, it's it's our... building the resilience for it too though Like Absolutely. That resilience is building because mm. hey what did I do to better myself for the situation that could happen well I mm. learned as much as I could learn about it and I've practiced it in a high-fidelity or high-stress mm. environment. Yeah. You know, so, absolutely, that's, it's it's building that
3: resilience. Well, even, like, back to the RTAC course when we went and did it out in um, Nelson, um one of the scenarios is, is an active shooter response, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, talking about what we're talking about today and the Rescue Task Force stuff, you know, obviously, I, you know, I've, done That stuff before with my other job, so to me, I was like, Oh, yeah, you know, they hand you the body armor, I put it on, but I'm looking around at the other people who were like, Uh, which <laughs> way is front? I got like, that way, is front. Oh, yeah, How do I put this on. Oh, that, and then they, they there was a couple police there, they actually had they didn't have their guns, but they had like training guns, and yeah, you know, so they lead the way. And you know, people are screaming and yelling, we go in, people are yelling, and screaming, and you know, it's it's good because those people that have never seen that before are like, What and they, you know. They don't, they they have to like wrap their mind around it first to do it. So now, if that actually ever happened in real life, at least now they have something. Sure. Absolutely. Shocked and do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that basically takes um, the written part of the course out. um, So everything's done. And then what we do at the end uh, for the final kind of exercise three, now we actually do um, high fidelity sims. So, it'll be based on the whatever, um, whoever we're teaching. So, right, like, law enforcement might be, like, like a shooting. And then um, the leader comes in, and he has to take command of the team mm. um, for fire. Um, I mean, we already do these kind of high fidelity sims. I think sometimes with our sims, we make them super big. So, um, and they're, like, ongoing. Um, we've kind of done some of the quasi, what we've been calling door drills. Mm. Um kind of like what we do for the FR. We roll up, there's like, this guy's down super quick, uh, primary survey, do your interventions, and we call a stop, and then, okay, reload, next one. Um, I can see us doing that with this stuff, mm-hmm. more um, like super quick stuff, like uh, oh. quick attack on a fire, um, quick auto ax thing, just seeing how the leader, and it's all just leader focused. Sure. So, because this course is designed for leaders, it would be... The, the leaders would be the, the co-workers, right? Right. So one guy would be in charge, everyone else would be, have to be subordinate to them. Yep. Yeah, so that's basically the course we were designing. We're kind of playing around with it right now. I think from
0: everything that we went over today, I think there's a ton of value there. I
1: yep. um, think it's really good.
3: I mean, to us, it's nothing groundbreaking?
1: No. Um, but, it, but it's got kind of, it, a... The application fits so much though, right? Like you said, like mm-hmm. just the your leader's intent, you know, the the detachment of command and just the, the drilling of uh, these high QT events, you know, that again, well, hey, low, low occurrence. Yeah. Um, and what we've talked about in the past with uh, just these high-fidelity SIMs, that's mm-hmm. exactly what we're doing. And this can cross over to so many other levels. Right, sure. Yeah, no, I, I really like the course content. I think it's uh, it's very thorough. It's very um, informative and, and practical. Yeah.
2: Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, I mean, that that was good. I mean, it took us a while to go through it here. Yeah. Just was kind of like breezing through it.
3: Yeah. Um, and we kind of knew what we are
2: talking about.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, like, like Scott said, there's nothing ground groundbreaking for us. Yeah. Uh, but even at that, it, it still triggered our minds to start, you know, thinking about events yeah, and other things, and, uh, which is great. So <laughs> I, I think when you build something like that, if it's already, if it's
3: intriguing people that are already thinking like that. Yeah, um, yeah I was thinking as I'm doing it, um, as I was writing it up, I'm like, you know, I, I got my Jocko books laid out and all the other <laughs> manuals that I have. i look looking around and, and as I'm typing and I'm thinking about certain people and the service I'm building it for. And I can't. <laughs> This is gonna be awesome when I bring this up to them, because <laughs> like they're totally opposite. <laughs> and I'm like, like just kind of like, oh yeah, oh, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be an eye opener, or this is oh, this isn't even mm-hmm. this one is not gonna be well received. Like some of that stuff, you know, like decentralized command. When you first hear about it, it's, not everybody's gonna yeah. receive it well. They're gonna be like, what do you mean? No. I'm the guy in charge. I have to be in charge. Mm-hmm. That's why I have these stripes on my shoulder, or they got this thing on my arm, or whatever you have in your in your community. I got this freaking different color hat on. You got to listen to me. (laughs) I'm the guy. (laughs) Worked hard to be this guy. (laughs) You don't have to work that hard once you're the guy. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm I'm interested to see how it's going to be received uh, through people that maybe don't have the same mindset, mindset, yeah, or 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 aren't used to or haven't seen it. Maybe maybe that's not Maybe not the right mindset. If you haven't seen it in action. Mm-hmm.
1: But the breakout sessions, though, like the the scenarios, that's going to tie it in for them. though, right? That's a yeah. nice thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sweet. All right,
0: guys. Anything else uh, before we start to wrap, wrap things up tonight? I
2: don't
0: think so. I'm good.
1: Perfect. Well, uh, Todd, why don't you tell us a little bit about Modus? Modus. So um, we are a big supporter of Modus, um, and they are to us as well. Um, all sorts of equipment. So your, uh, your wedges, your, um, snagger tools, the claim to fame, they've got the soft entry kits, um, oh God, uh, heavy hitter wedges, um, your Lloyd, which we like to call it Lloyd <laughs> tools, um, all sorts of pa- packs, your mask bags, uh, you name it, they've got a great variety of, of, of kits for your, uh, the fire departments, mm-hmm. um, go online, check them out and, uh, definitely the. the all the stuff that we have over there is we absolutely love. We use it all. It works well. Uh, we really enjoy it. Um, so go online, check them out, and if you want uh, the DTFF five, we'll get you five percent off. Perfect. Uh, stop the bleed.
3: Uh, three methods of uh, bleeding control are direct pressure and more direct pressure, as I say, and um, wound packing and tourniquet. If you're going to use a tourniquet, use a proper tourniquet. Yes. Yep. Um, for uh, training, stop the bleed. Dot or yeah, <laughs> we say it so many times, and I f- always forget. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Um, yeah, perfect. Uh, and then uh,
0: Tanner Olson,
3: Tanner Olson, country music out of the west coast of Canada. Will be here in our department on July 9th for our hundredth year celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to Calgary Stampede and a bunch of other places. So check him out. Yep. There's a few things on his website. I think. Yes, mm-hmm. um, <sighs> it should be a good show. Yeah, check forward um, to it. Check them on Spotify mm-hmm. wherever else. <laughs> YouTube.
0: Yeah, and then you have us. Um
3: Oh sorry, yeah. I want to add one more person. Yeah. Um, not official yet, but we've been like mm-hmm. we kind of alluded tonight, we're we're working with uh Dr. Nick and the
2: Tech. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. so
3: there'll be some news about that coming out soon. Um he's gonna be coming on. Um yeah, it should be interesting we are we'll check out some new course content. Yeah some, and, yeah, some
1: really cool stuff building there. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you're curious, uh, go to the uh, ATAC group online, mm-hmm. and uh, there's lots of links and stuff there, and you mm-hmm. can learn about the ATAC course, what it is. Yeah, yeah. ATACC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then again, you
0: have us. Um, and on us, we'll, uh, again, like Scott was mentioning there, we do have our uh, 100-year uh, party uh, on July the 9th. Uh, if you are anywhere in our vicinity, um, reach on out. We can get you in touch with how to get some tickets for this. Ten, ten bucks a person. Uh, awesome live live music. Uh, we've been promoting Tanner for, for <laughs> almost two years now. Because uh, mm-hmm. he, he was going to be coming out and playing for us for our seminar. Uh, which hopefully will happen this spring again. Um, but we're really excited about the event. Uh, it's, it's going to be a really, really cool, cool party. Uh, lots of activities during the day. Um, if you can't make it, hopefully we we can get, uh, some, s- some nice live action shots throughout, throughout the weekend there.
3: Well, the weather's good.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fingers crossed for, uh, weather to be good. Not, not too hot or not too wet.
3: Yeah. Or not too thundery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slash light, lightning. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the worst. Yeah. That'd yeah. be the worst one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, watch for a, l- a little more of that coming out as we get closer. Uh, obviously, check us out on all of our socials, our Facebook, our Instagram, our YouTube, our TikToks, uh, on all of your uh, uh, podcast streaming platforms. Give us a like, a rating, um, comment. Every interaction gets us out in front of more and more people. Uh, and that just helps us. Uh, that just allows us to do uh, more of what, of what we do. Uh, and we appreciate every time somebody does reach out. So keep keep that up.
1: Nice. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, anything else? Nope. Let's wrap it. Scott. Good night. Todd. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Yeah.
0: Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay DTFF.